If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, the podcast. I'm super excited to have all of you back. And I know you're going to love our guest today. I have Tom Bailey, and he's hanging out with us to talk about how to amplify your authority and attract new clients, which we all want more of. Right, Tom? Absolutely. And I just want to say thank you so much for inviting me. And I'm really excited to share my passion with your audience as well. Yeah, I'm excited to have you and hear about your journey. And I'm excited. This is your first business. And we're really excited to also showcase business owners who are getting into it on their quantum journey and what you've learned so far. So we'll, I'll tell everybody a little bit more about you, Tom, in a moment. Right. Before that, really quickly, my friends all over the world, if you haven't yet, go to UrsulaInc.co, not .com, just .co, and you'll find our masterclass, Quantum Revenue Expansion, which pairs nicely with the podcast, Quantum Revenue Expansion, right? And so if you've been like, oh, I really like this messaging, I like hearing what's going on with all of these, you know, all the guests that we bring on the show, I invite you to register for that class and, and dive into the content. There's three parts to it. Part one, I talk about how to create a new quantum revenue container. So if you're at six figures a year, how can you get to seven figures a year or multi-seven figure, multi figures or whatever that number might be for you? The second part of the course, I talk about once you have your quantum revenue container, then how do you align your prices and your packages with your new quantum container. And there's some very interesting shifts that you can make to ensure that it's in alignment with you. And on the last day of training, I talk about how to collapse time, which is super fun. So we go super quantum on how can I get there even faster? 
How can I scale my business so it's less of me, make more money and serve more clients as you make a bigger impact? So again, you can go to UrsulaInc.co. I made it really easy. You don't have to like go anywhere on the website. It's like literally right on the homepage. Also, for some of you, if you haven't come to the 2X Intensive yet and you're wondering what that's all about, at the 2X Intensive, we spend two days live together figuring out how to truly 2X or 10X your sales, like what it's really going to take and how to shave 10 or more hours off your week. In other words, how to double your revenue and work less, which is what we all want. We've been, let's just say we've been fine tuning this idea for the last 17 years. And during the time of COVID, because everything shifted in the world, we knew it was time to bring that course to life. And our clients who have participated in this class have just gotten incredible results. One of our clients, Sarah said, within the first 10 minutes of her private coaching session with me, which is included, she more than paid for the price of her program. Like we love to hear those kind of testimonials. So if you're ready to take that next level, you can go to ursulainc.co forward slash apply. It's just a quick application. You send us information about your business so we can make sure it's a fit for you. And we will schedule time with either me or with Rebecca Hall and our team to talk about your business and how we can help you get to that next level. All right, all the things. I think we covered all the things. So now it is my pleasure to introduce Tom Bailey. Tom is the founder of Succeed Through Speaking and host of the Succeed Through Speaking podcast, which he was kind enough to have me as a guest on there. So we'll definitely have to make sure you guys all get an opportunity to listen to that. And he spent his first 25 years of his life becoming an expert at avoiding public speaking. I can totally relate to that. <laughs> avoiding presenting and being in front of groups of people. Yes. However, since overcoming his life-limiting fear of speaking and presenting, he has experienced firsthand how people can succeed through speaking. He now helps other entrepreneurs, expert coaches, and consultants use speaking to amplify their authority so that they can raise their profile, showcase their genius to a wider audience, and attract new clients. And I always believe like people meet for a reason. And what's really interesting, Tom, about our journey, I don't even know how much you know about this, but for me, I had a deep fear of public speaking, like glossophobia level. You can Google it. Yeah. Glossophobia is yeah. the, probably, you know, this is the deepest fear of public speaking you could ever imagine. And yet I felt this calling to be on stage. I felt this calling to get my message out into the world. And I had a mentor one time say to me, Ursula, you can be scared to get on stage. You can have your glossophobia and your fear, or you can choose to get out of the way and deliver the message that you're supposed to deliver. And that has stuck with me right here. It's lodged. So whether it's standing in front of a thousand people or five, I still remember that conversation. So tell us about your fear of public speaking and your journey and what led you to launch your business. Absolutely. I love it. And I love that connection with um, your journey as well with glossophobia and um, absolutely a term I'm very familiar with. And as you mentioned, I really did spend those first 25, 30s of my life avoiding all public speaking, presenting, speaking in small groups of people. And this came down to two things. One was social anxiety, um, which I'm sure you're probably familiar with, with glossophobia, and also that fear of public speaking as well. And um, and it held me back so in my business, in my career at school, university, in relationships, you know, it, met, it almost left me feeling withdrawn from society, which isn't a great place to be. Um, and one thing that you mentioned there is this is my first business. Now, that's not necessarily true because I did actually launch about three or four businesses in the past. But because of my fear of speaking, I was always too scared to actually tell anybody I'd launched them. And mm -hmm. um, so that means I never had a client. I ended up just sticking with my corporate job and just not able to make that transition from 
worker to entrepreneur. And so just to finalize, yeah, really, I've been on a bit of a journey over the past probably five or six years to overcome my fear of speaking. I went about it completely the wrong way, but now I've done it. Now I've got there. I've seen how much of an impact it can have on career, relationships, business, just everything. And now I help other people to go on that same journey as I did. Yeah, beautiful. Well, you certainly exude confidence. And you know, as we know in the business world, confidence, people buy confidence. They want to buy the confidence that we can solve their problem. Now it's interesting. What I find kind of interesting from a psychological perspective is that you've met, like not only have you met your fear full on, but it's now your business. So how yes. did you decide yeah. to like, okay, I've overcome this fear. So now this is going to be the business. What made you decide that? I think it's it's sometimes a journey that coaches go on that they are their first client. Um, I've spoke to a lot of people who resonate with that. And I think it's just because I'd spent so much time, we're talking about seven or eight years, I think, um, really delving into glossophobia, confidence, social anxiety, um, how to speak, where to speak, when to speak, everything that, that really um, fits into this world. And as I started talking about that, people said, I also have a fear of speaking or I'm also being held back in my career because of this. And naturally, I started to coach them, help them, give them advice. And it started to just click with me that, do you know what, I could do this full time and it can be something I'm so passionate about. And yeah, it just, it just organically turned into a coaching business. That's amazing. Congratulations. And what are the biggest shifts you see in your clients? I think ultimately a lot of the fears come down to, there's two things really. One is what if questions. So what if I embarrass myself? What if I feel judged what if I look stupid on stage and what if I make a mistake or what if the technology fails on me so that's that's one big stumbling point and the other one is limiting beliefs which are things like you know I don't know enough what if people don't listen to me want to listen to me what if people think I'm not credible enough when I'm speaking so my clients we squash all of those um we get rid of all of the what if questions and like your coach has said to, to you is well what if you don't speak you know what if you don't go on stage what opportunities are you going to miss out on so that's something we try and do a bit of a reframe and then the limiting beliefs you know I had one which was I can't become a public speaker because of my accent and in the UK I've got a Birmingham accent and I always thought you know I can't be a public speaker because no one's going to take me seriously with this accent but that's obviously a limiting belief that I had and another avoidance technique so my client's remove all of those avoidance techniques and we just get them to take action and start speaking with confidence and clarity. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, interesting. Interesting how we see those own things. Like, so you, I mean, in your world, having a Birmingham accent equals X. And of course, all my clients, my listeners who are probably mostly in the US are like, wow, Mm -hmm. this is someone from the UK. And of course they think your accent's amazing, right? From (laughs) their perspective. So Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a great reminder of how we create our own boxes. We do. And we almost try to be perfect before we make any progress. Um, but you've got to do the opposite. You've got to start making progress before you're perfect. And that that's that thing um, when it comes to fear of judgment is we always try and be the best version of ourselves. But when you start, you don't have to be. You can make a few mistakes and that's OK. Yeah, absolutely. So has speaking. So I'm curious, like, mm-hmm. you know, as you've grown your business, I'm guessing speaking has been part of the business growth. So I guess what um, was there a moment in your business where you you grew it to a point where 
I'm sure there was, but, uh, or many moments or just a, an amazing month where you're like, wow, this is the most money I've ever made in one month. Or I can't believe people are paying me this much. Like, what was that moment like for you? And what did it shift about in terms of your beliefs about business and money and you being front and center in the business? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, my, my relationship with money goes back to when I was in a nine to five Monday to Friday corporate job. And, and for me, it always felt like there was a ceiling you know, there's only a certain point at which I could, or only a certain amount I could earn each month. And that was a self-imposed ceiling. And it was only when I broke out of that and got into business, got into entrepreneurship. And I realized that as long as I was creating impact, serving others, providing value, then that ceiling disappears. And ultimately you can generate as much revenue as, as you want, as you've got time for. So the big transition for me was when I first started coaching, I did one-to-one coaching again, another ceiling because it held me back in terms of how much time I had switched that model to group coaching. And it was at that point when I realized I can generate as much money in a month as I could in a year previously. And that was a a huge shift for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's such a, that's such a big jump and so many coaches and consultants, I don't think make that jump. So, you know, there's, or there's this belief that I can only charge a certain amount per session or per hour or per package and group coaching is not going to be as effective. You know, there's a lot of limiting beliefs around that. So what would you say to someone who's listening right now? They have a coaching business or consulting business or some kind of business where it's one-to-one-to-one. Like what's possible on the other side of that? Like how have you made your group programs as effective as one-on-one or even more effective? Yeah, I absolutely think that they are, are more effective. Um, you know, and because when it comes to group coaching program, I, let's say for example, I had 15 one-to-one clients and you know, I having to fit in 15 hours of coaching per week. I then had to have, you know, pre-work and post-work and interactions throughout the week. It was a lot to fit in. If I can get all 15 of those onto one, one hour group coaching program, all that time that I was spending previously, I can then turn into creating content, creating value, creating online courses, resources, and preparing for that amazing weekly group coaching call, the post-work interactions in the Facebook group. I think it just frees up time to then add more value to the individuals that you're working with. Yeah, I've absolutely found that as well. And the opportunity to add more value. Also, uh, I'm sure you notice this as well, is the power of community. I don't think there's ever been a more important time than this, like as we move through the pandemic, to be in community with other business leaders, coaches, mm-hmm. CEOs. And I think that um, that piece has just, become exponentially important. And also we see when somebody breaks through a limiting belief in one of our coaching groups or, you know, gets through that income ceiling, it's like, there's the domino effect out. Like everybody else gets the benefit of that belief or that experience. Do you notice that as well? Yeah, absolutely. And just to reflect on the community piece, I think one thing that's really important as a a coach creating a group coaching program is that you're really clear on who your ideal client is because once you find your ideal client and you can fill a room with those people, that connection happens instantly because they're all the same kind of person. Um, if you're a bit confused or you, you pulling in, you know, random people just because you want to try and grab the cash and um, it can actually have a detrimental impact on the community. So yeah, stick to, stick to what, you know, go after that ideal client and you'll create a community of people who are very like-minded and it's just a great environment to be in as a coach. That's a great reminder of, being willing to say no, if it's not a fit, if it's not a fit, it's not a fit. And that's okay. So looking back at your, your career from, you know, corporate world to having your own business, what's the biggest myth about money 
and revenue that you had to overcome to be in the spot that you're in today? So I think the biggest one was initially the limiting belief of will people actually want to pay me to coach them? Um, my first two clients was either favors or swaps. You know, I, I'd sure. coach somebody and they'd give me some graphic design work. Um, so that that decision to say, actually, do you know what? I can start charging for this was, was a huge turning point for me. Um, and what it meant in the early days then is I then started charging hundreds of dollars for my coaching. Um, whereas really I should have been charging thousands of dollars. And, and that really did hold me back for a couple of years at least. Um, the other thing that was a big mistake at the time was I was charging by the hour or by the session. Yeah. And you yeah. just mentioned that a second ago, but if you're a coach, consultant, entrepreneur, expert, you know, stop charging by the session and instead look at the, the value that you can add to someone's life and figure out what that's worth and then charge the value that you can add. Um, yeah, that, that's a big tip for me and yeah. something I like to overcome. Yeah, it's huge to charge for the experience and the value and the outcome they're getting versus by session. Yes. So good. So what are um, what are your top, top two tips for really busting through an income ceiling? Like if someone's been out there and, you know, they feel like they're working really hard, but they just can't seem to, they see, keep hitting the same amount of revenue every month. Like how, what would you tell them or encourage them yes. to do? Yeah, of course. So, so two things. Um, the first one, really ties in with my business name and that's succeed through speaking so <laughs> one of the coaching programs that I offer is to amplify someone's authority as an expert in their industry and we do this by getting them out there speaking presenting podcasting going on virtual summits speaking on stages and so my first tip really is to use speaking and presenting to raise your profile amplify your authority and and really think about the fact that Normally, the person stood at the front of the room is the one seen as the leader. So if you can start speaking, presenting, raise your profile, and ultimately you're going to get paid more as well. The second tip is aligned to how much you charge for your services. And I did mention this a second ago, but if you're a coach or a consultant, try and calculate how much value you're creating in your client's life. So let's say, for example, if you coach business owners and through your coaching, you can help them generate an additional £100,000 in revenue or, or dollars, I should say, over the next 12 months, then you can charge at least $10,000 for this because you're adding that value into their lives. So yeah, really start to think about what's the ROI, return on investment for the client. And then, you know, I could be charging 10% of that at, at the very least. Yeah, beautiful. So really expanding your value, your worth, how you see it so that others can receive that experience as well. And yes. I'm sure you find this also that when people invest at a higher level, they typically get a much higher return on that investment. In fact, they if do. I want to change something, I have to go out and find a program where I'm going to invest a high amount of money so that I will be super motivated to do whatever that thing is, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. That motivation is key because yeah, if, if you spend 100 dollars on a program you're okay to lose that money um if you spend ten thousand dollars on a program you know you're going to make sure that you get your money's worth yeah exactly and i think that's a good reminder like for everyone who's listening like just like you've got to think about the experience that you're selling the package you're selling the potential return on investment one thing i'm curious about tom and this is maybe not a question that we that you know i'm going to throw at you but i'm you know there's a lot of ways to market right now and i'm like it's an interesting time, you know, Facebook, Instagram went down for a day. And I know that, like I was thinking that day of anyone who had a, um, a launch, oh, my heart just hurt for them, right? Like there's so much work yeah. that goes into that, so much planning and all of a sudden there's no Facebook. 
And I think we've become, you know, we rely on some of these platforms that might not be there. And so I, you know, I come from a very traditional marketing background. Like back in the day when I started my business, it was like networking, speaking, mm-hmm. and like my email newsletter, right? So it's just like, that's how I stay in touch with clients. And I would pick up the phone. I literally, like I picked up the phone and made sales calls. Yeah. So even cold calls that the world has changed, right? There's lots of opportunities for online marketing and to be very creative. What, what are you seeing in the world of marketing? Anything that you would share in your business out in the world that's really working well for you or others? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's the core part of the program, actually. Um, so I don't really post on social media. I don't really create content. And the thing with me, with Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you create content, you might spend an hour on it, you post it, it's on the newsfeed, 20 minutes later, it disappears. You know, the only way people can find that is if they actually go and actively find your profile. So I just find that there's a lot of effort and energy to create content, which is going to get a flash on social media before it disappears. So right. I don't, I just don't bother at the minute. And um, so what I do again, succeed through speaking. I create great relationships through two main avenues. One is podcasting and the other one is virtual summits. So speaking on virtual stages globally. The great thing about podcasting is let's say if you create a podcast content like we are now for 30 minutes, you can repurpose this into a YouTube video, audio content on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, all over the place. And you can take the text as a transcript and that can become a blog post on your website to help with SEO. For me, podcasting is a great way to create content. It lasts forever. Once it's on Apple Podcasts, for example, it's there forever, like it is on YouTube. And and repurposing the content as well is so important in terms of growing your reach as well. And and then just the last point then is those virtual summits. If you can speak on virtual stages globally from the comfort of your own home, I think it's just a great way to get your message to market with confidence and clarity. I love it. So podcasts, which we're doing, hanging out right now, and also virtual stages and summits. And I love what you said too about repurposing. Like literally you could take chunks of this or any like your, your interviews and put them on YouTube, put them on social media. Um, I love the idea of also transcribing and, and creating a blog post. So I'm assuming you have systems for that. Any, like, here we are, right? I, I know, I don't even remember how we originally got connected. If it was you or someone on your team who reached out. Uh, yeah, and it was great. It was great. So clearly what you do works. Any tips for, and I'm sure that's something you work with your clients on as well, but any tips for getting on podcasts? Because I can tell you, I respond to very few and I, I really liked yours because of the opportunity for us to, you know, to work together. And I, I'm always like, we check into people. We want to make sure they're you know, legit and who they are. And of course you are, and you're authentic and all the things that match our community. But what are your tips for getting on more podcasts? Cause our clients ask all the time, like, how can you get a more podcasts? So um, get, get a VA um, is, is what I'd say, um, yeah. because, you know, ultimately you can do it yourself, um, but having a VA to do it, I've got a great, and um, person who works for me, she's out in the Philippines, she's absolutely incredible. And she's amazing at what she does. But the, the biggest tip is there's two, two phases, really. The first phase is researching, which is finding which podcasts you want to be a guest on. And, and by the way, a VA can do that for you as long as you set them the criteria. Once you've done that, you then want your email sequence, which goes out three emails, which goes out to the podcast guest. And you want to make it an easy decision for them to say yes. And there's a few things you can put into that email. For example, you know, one thing is 
hey, I've just checked out your podcast and I've just given you a five-star review because I thought the episode was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's one thing that's worked really well because it's that whole thing about reciprocation. Yeah. And scratch my back or scratch your back. And, you know, I've given you some value. Now I want you to give me some value back. That's one thing. And another thing as well is have links to see where you've spoken already to previous podcasts you've been on. Um, because a podcast host's goal is to create great content for their audience. So if they can watch your episode elsewhere and see how good it was, they're more likely to say yes to get you onto their show. Um, and by the way, most people ignore the first email. So that's why you have three emails in a sequence. And it's normally the second or third where they actually respond and you get booked as a guest. Yeah. So good. That was gold. So for all of our listeners, make hopefully you took notes. Thank you, Tom, for sharing that. And it's true. I get, and I'm sure you do as well. I get tons of emails and they really have to grab my attention, like really have to grab my attention. So the subject line's got to be solid too. Mm-hmm. And then it's interesting, like I'll read them and I'm, I'm sure I'm typical. I'll read it and then I'll kind of like put it in a folder or kind of forget about it. So if you don't follow up, it's probably not going to happen. And yeah. yeah, two to three times, at least they can say no. I've had some, I literally have had some probably follow up 10 times. And then I'm getting the emails of like, you know, I guess you don't want to read this or, you know, and then I'm laughing and I reply and, you know, maybe it's just not a fit, but anyway, yeah. it's, yes. it's great advice. Stop at three, right. otherwise it looks a bit desperate. <laughs> it starts to look a little cranky, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do I want to ask you? I, yeah, I wanted to dive into the marketing piece. So how do you maintain your energy? I think we're all living, we're living in this box right now. Look at us, like we're in, literally in a box on Zoom. We just live in this space mm-hmm. now. It's very interesting. It's very different than it was a few years ago. And I, I feel like it can be kind of draining and I tend to lean into being more, I'm an ambivert, but I probably lean more into an introvert, but I can be an extrovert. I need to be an extrovert once in a while. So I'm one of those weird, interesting people that kind of falls in the middle, but there are times when I'm like, I'm just done. Like I'm Zoom fatigued, I'm exhausted. So how have you, and the UK has been locked down. God bless you guys mm-hmm. a little more than we have, or a lot more. I know one of my friends, I think from May to let, or from December to like May, something crazy. Like she hadn't yeah. seen family. Yeah. And so how do you maintain your energy and keep your frequency high, so to speak, in the quantum realm to keep serving your clients at the highest level? I think one thing that I'd say on reflection to this is, um, you know, if if you set a a target, let's say, for example, you want your first five figure month. um, If we are talking about money, revenue generation here, um, when you hit that target, it's very difficult to stay motivated to do it again, the next month, the next month, the next month. So, you know, I think there's a famous quote somewhere, if you're not, you know, if you're not make, if you're not moving forward, you're standing still, or if you're standing still, you're going backwards, whichever way it is. Um, so I guess it's always about goal setting for me. It's about when you hit those targets, you hit those goals, you launch that final product you wanted to launch. Don't just stop there, set the next goal. Um, and the best thing, or the biggest tip here is, um, you know, set a goal and make sure that you've got measurable steps along the way that you want to keep hitting. Um, so it's smart objectives. We've probably all heard of them before. But the only way I can maintain my energy is just by continuously goal setting and continuously working towards bigger goals all the time. Yeah, beautiful. So setting that next goal, especially when you hit that one. Awesome. So final piece of advice. So 30 seconds, listeners all over the world, what's your best piece of advice for them right now? I think it actually builds on from what I've just said then. It's all around intention. So set yourself a clear intention where you want to get to. And and this can be, a North Star. So where do I want to get to in 10 years from now? But equally, it could be where do I want to get to in six months from now? 
And it does tie into that goal setting, those smart and measurable steps and actions you can take. And But I guess without that North Star, without that um, destination that you're heading, it's really difficult to, to maintain that motivation. So I think decide where you want to go, treat it like a project, create a plan, and make sure you hold yourself accountable to hitting these milestones along the way. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Tom. And I know you have a free gift. I think it's a checklist. So do you want to it, tell our clients is. and listeners all over the world about this checklist? Yeah, first of all, I'll, I'll let you know where to get it. So um, if you just go to my website, which is www.succeedthroughspeaking.com forward slash checklist, and you can download my expert authority checklist, which is I like to call my secret weapon when it comes to amplifying my authority, raising my profile and attracting more clients. And, and now you can get that too if you just download that from the website. And it's 15 steps. If you can tick all six, if you can tick all 15 off, you will be raising your profile as an expert in your industry. Beautiful. That's an awesome free gift for everyone. Again, go to succeedthroughspeaking.com, right? Forward slash checklist. Mm-hmm. That's Beautiful. the one. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. Tom, it's been a pleasure to have you to have this conversation about speaking. And we wish you your most incredible year yet. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I hope I'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, it sounds great. All right, everybody. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate you. If there's anything we can do, if you have a topic or a guest that you'd like to tell us about, or maybe you are the guest, you can email us at contact at UrsulaInc.co. That's it for this week, everybody. Have your most epic month yet. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.